Hello, and welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast with the California MBA featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you could join us today. Before I get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our Connect podcast sponsor, Incelerate. Thanks, Susan, and thanks for listening. This is Josh Wren, CEO and founder of Incelerate. We're grateful for our partnership with the CMBA and are committed as a company to help lenders close more loans. We do this with our customer experience platform that has a CRM, lead management, marketing, automation, robust content library, desktop and mobile applications. We do this to help you engage and stay connected to your current borrowers, referral partners, past borrowers, and potential new ones. If you want to find out why we're the fastest growing CRM provider in the mortgage industry, please reach out to us and ask for a demo. Okay, and with that uh, bring to, brings us to today's guest. I'm very happy to be welcoming Hassan Rashid from Tavant. Hassan, welcome. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. We've uh, I've I've worked with so many people at Tavant. Uh, it's always nice to meet somebody uh, somebody new and uh, have you uh, involved in our uh, our uh, our activities here. So um, I always start off with a little bit of background. Um, kind of how you got into this industry. So you want to give us a little bit of uh, your background and how you uh, you started in this industry. Sure, thank you. Uh, something uh, real quick. So I entered this industry uh, in 1983. That was a, that was a while back. So in it's while been- Wow, Yeah, it's, uh, I don't like saying it. It's probably over 35 years. So <laughs> I it, I've seen this industry go through a lot of uh, different uh, cycles, and we all understand that this is a cyclical industry. It is. I still believe that it is still the single most important uh, uh, purchase decision a person makes in their lifetime. I still believe that strongly believe that um, you know home ownership is uh, is so precious. Uh, for everyone now more important than ever with a lot of people right working from home so, or anywhere so on but it is uh you know so i believe that i've actually uh, personally taken on as a uh, as a mission for my life to sort of drive uh for a better you know actually improve this business right so i work with i've spent a number of years with freddie mac i actually was led the development and the rollout of loan prospector while i was at freddie <clears throat> From then on, I moved on to build a, you know, another company. So, you know, got the startup bug and started a company called Realtor.com. So focused on the real estate side of the business with few others, and then, you know, built a couple of other companies. And uh, so, so it is. It's really a personal mission of mine to work with all the different uh, stakeholders in this business, whether it be the agencies, whether it be the regulatory agencies, the government, the MBA, you know, is I've pretty much dealt with everyone over the years to really improve this industry, right? Reduce the cost, improve the consumer experience, get people into uh, housing that they need, that, that they can afford. Uh, and I, I believe everybody deserves uh, to own a home. So right. that's really my perspective and my, has been my lifetime mission working in this uh, industry. Gosh, I can tell you, uh, you know, it's it's wonderful to have people like you in the industry, Hassan. Um, you know, from the state association, you know, in the national MBA's perspective, we're all trying to better the, the industry as well, right? Because like you say, 
you know, being a homeowner is the, for most people, the single most way, uh, important way that you can build generational wealth and to have stability, um, financial stability. So um, very important and it's great to, to be working with people like you that bring such a breadth of knowledge to this industry. Well, we, we, you know, we are a big fan of the CMBA and the MBA and, uh, you know, we try to do whatever we can, contribute as much as we can and we're always happy to do that. Yeah, well, you always do. Tavon's a, a big, a big supporter, and we are grateful for that. Of course, uh, now you've seen uh, your fair share of cycles in the mortgage industry from a few different perspectives, and uh, you know, 22, um, you know, is a tough year. Uh, what are your clients sharing with you with their top priorities for the balance of 22 and looking forward into 2023? So yes, yeah, so you know, having been in this for so long. Uh, last, last few years, I think I would consider those an anomaly. Those are not really sort of, um, the thing is, what, what really amazes me is of all the executives, I spend a lot of time with executives in, in this business, is, you know, um, some actually, uh, it surprises me that people are not better prepared, okay? Because it's a matter of that, it's not that whether it will happen, it will happen. Like, of course, this year is a little bit harder this time around because, you know, there's some other things in the mix, like the inflation rates are higher. There's a macroeconomic situation going on. There's a war on that we have to worry about. It's, it's a global economy, right? We're not insulated in the U.S. <clears throat> and so we have to think about all of those things. And also where, you know, the job rates are higher, the inflation is higher. But we can see already, right, uh, that there is a silver lining coming. You can already see from the last two weeks, things are adjusting uh, in terms of the rates and the rates are still high. You know, it's still a purchase money market. And, uh, but still, you know, it's better. It's trending around six and a half, right? And, and last time, yesterday, I was speaking to my, my economist friends at Freddie Mac and the MBA, and they were telling me that people are, it may even, you know, there's the opportunity that it might even go down to five and a half. Uh, sec, you know, second part of next year. So, uh, and is it, the purchase volumes are up slightly today, right? You can see it. So right. I think again, things are uh, starting. It is still going to be a tough year, but it is not as gloom and doom as a lot of people believe. I don't believe that. I think um, that there is good opportunities for improvement and for us to stay focused. And fortunately, I have the, you know, the. Uh, I'm grateful that I get to work with a lot of uh, leaders and executives in, the, in this industry that have forward thinkers. I think right. that's very important. And there's only very few things that can really make a difference in this industry now. Technology is obviously at the core of everything right now, right? And, right. We have, and that's really what I do every day is to, is my waking day is trying to figure out how do we, how do I, all the investments that I, I am making and Tavan is making and you know, as you know, we've been in this business for 23 years now, right? Is uh, is that how do how the how do I make sure that that makes a difference? And we right. position our lenders, whether we're banks, non-banks, mortgage bankers, you know, fintechs. Uh, how do we help them better position themselves when the market turns, which we know it will turn. Right. I think, you know, people in the mortgage industry always need to stay focused on, you know, it's a long game, right? I mean, you're not in this. It can't be just transactional for today. This is like, okay, we might go through some rough patches, but 
to your point, how are we preparing ourselves for, you know, for the future or the next, um, you know, kind of the recovery from the, you know, the slump that we are in now? Um, how, how is automation impacting the mortgage industry today? Big time. I think, uh, you know, I, again, I, one of my pet peeves is if we look at the cost of origination, it's still very high, respective of all the technology investments that have gone on in. So everything we do, right, we focus on how can we sort of make a difference, right? On the, uh, and automation is, is absolutely key, the core of everything right now. You know, I would say if you see a uh, couple of years, last couple of years, there's been a lot of focus on the experience side of the business, right? Across all channels, whether it be retail, wholesale, correspondent, right? And so on. Now, a lot of focus is on the what I call is the mid office and the back office, right? How do we leverage technology to drive true automation or even intelligent automation, not just automation? And how do we reduce cost? How do we drive efficiencies? How do we increase underwriter productivity? How do we close loans faster? How do we you know, get a consumer into their homes that they can afford right, sooner than later? So it, it's a win-win game for everybody. So I think automation is in the center of it. And you see some of the investments that Tavan is making. We launched a platform called Touchless Lending, you might be familiar with. And that is at the heart of that is automation. It's we have taken the processes into we've into components we and we're automating it in a very open fashion, uh, not in a closed closed fashion, so that you know lenders can take advantage of certain components on the platform or the entire platform if they choose to. And our platform is very open that we work with a lot of other uh, stakeholders in the industry, right, who participate in that platform to enable some of those objectives for the mid office and the back office. So I think. Uh, to I, I truly believe that to really drive a compelling experience, consumer experience in the front end, you have to transform not just your front end, your mid office, not your front office only, your mid office and your back office, right? So that's really where I think automation plays a key role the whole area. Now, if, if you're familiar with Tavan, I'll say that, you know, we are a diversified company, right? We're not just in the mortgage business, we're in the retail right. business in the manufacturing business, we're in the uh, media business, right? And so digital has been core to what we have done for all our lives. So we, for example, build lots of the uh, components within Disney Plus, right? We do that every day. We build, you know, uh, large applications for lots of media companies, whether it be New York Times, for retail companies like Grubhub and others, right? Where data and uh, automation and intelligent automation is so, it's just key to how business gets done. So right. we take a lot of that learning and we bring that into the mortgage industry, right? That's where we're a little bit different. We're not just in the industry itself. Right. Even though this is core to what we do, we take all those learnings and, and those are now more important than ever. A lot of people talk about AI, ML. Well, if you really lift the cover and look under the hoods, you know, it'd be interesting to find out how are they really using it, okay? We are using it, you know, we're actually putting it in action, action in things like collateral analysis, where we're driving a lot of intelligence into trying to, you know, automate in an intelligent fashion the whole collateral assessment process to drive greater efficiency 
and re reduce cost in the origination process. So there's other processes like that that we are investing in. So you know that's that's key. But the key here is it's not just automation for automation's sake, or it's not just automation. It's intelligent automation. What it really makes a difference, right? In the in the lending process. Yeah, anything to drive down the cost of origination, right? Because that is just such a, a key component right now for lenders and for borrowers. I mean, it's you know it, it helps borrowers too when the cost to originate a loan is uh, is reduced. Um, tell you you touched on it a little bit. Tell us about touchless lending. So touchless lending is uh, is, is a is a aspiration we've all had. We all know that. Um, there are a cohort of loans that when we look at, especially if you look at their standard non-complex agency conforming type of loans, that we can triage loans upfront in the process and we get, we should be able to take a certain portion of it, put it through a more, more of a expedited path, if I may call it that, or a fast path. And that's what Tesla's does. Tesla's lending is, is a, you know, it actually looks, we look at, um, you know, we take the process, right? And we give it up in terms of documents. Now I call it docs to data. Without data, nothing happens, right? So how do you do that? Right? How do you, how do you take data out of the documents? This is a very highly document intensive industry as we all know, right? And then uh, we, we, we assess income, we assess assets, we assess credit, we assess collateral, we assess, we look at title, we look at, uh, you know, uh, anti-fraud uh, measures that we can put into the process, conditions management, uh, how do we ensure data consistency through the platform. So it's really, you know, really taking the process and, and taking it into the entire process from the point of the lead, right, all the way through to clear to close of the loan is, is we've taken that apart and that's what that platform does. And then we have now infused intelligence across all those components, right, to see how do we drive efficiency into all those pieces that then overall uh, in itself provides a lift from, from cost and efficiency perspective. But as you start to, uh, you know, sort of uh, glue them together, right, that, that bene those benefits only increase as we go. But it also provides lenders with the choice of, what they feel is uh, relevant to them. Not everything would be relevant to everybody. And we're building it in such a way, and it's built. We have right now, you know, 21 customers on it. We have about eight customers that are in contracts as we speak, and we have 13 prospects as we're talking to. That's over 42 customers that are on that platform. And it's rapidly uh, uh, spreading because it is it is truly, something that can reduce the cost and increase efficiencies in the, in the process, which then ultimately, right, improves the overall experience for the people in the front end, whether it be salespeople or processors and loan officers or brokers, and of course, ultimately the consumer. So that's really what touchless lending is. That's a, that's fantastic. You know, I love innovations in the industry. I love hearing about the things that are happening in the market that are really creating efficiencies, uh, but for both lenders and for borrowers. So thank you for kind of digging into that a little bit more. 
Um, you know, Tabon is uh, unique, and you have mentioned this, in that you, you're not just in the mortgage space. You have many verticals, different, you know, different industries that you have been, um, that you provide services to. Um, so what, what can the mortgage industry learn from other industries about tech adoption? Yeah, so that's a very important thing. I've been wrestling with that since the time I built and rolled that loan prospector in the market many years ago. And, uh, you know, I also spent a number of years working, you know, I was a realtor with Fannie Mae as well. So there's a lot of innovation that gets put in, but at the end of the day, if it's not adopted, it doesn't make a lot of, a lot of difference. And we saw that with many things that a lot of people have invested a lot of money into. So, you know, it's, again, it's, it's, you have to think about usability. You have to think about what really makes a difference that everybody that's involved in that food chain, right, that's using the, the technology, right? And, and the other thing is what happens is in this industry, there's, there's so much fragmentation of the technology, right? That we, that's one of the things we learn is that's why you can't just put blinders on and say, I'm just going to focus on title. I'm just going to focus on collateral. I'm just going to focus on the front end. I'm just going to focus on underwriting. I'm just going to... All has to. It's got to come together. It's got to come together. It's and from a lender's perspective, what happens, just put yourself in their shoes. They, they, they get hammered with all these things. And these are all learnings we see from working with the Disney folks and others that we see it, right? It, is that we have to help them sort of advise them on how to bring it all together, right? And we don't, we can't just rely, throw all the stuff at them and rely on them to sort of put it all together. It just doesn't work. It just, it just does not work. So that's why we're committed to looking at it more block, more holistically and, and making the investments required to make sure that even if you want to lever certain components of the technology that's out there, but it fits in with the ecosystem that the lenders and other stakeholders are using to make it work. If you look at our first innovation, and this came from our learnings from other industry, right, is this industry has a lot of legacy technology. A lot of it, and I've seen it over the years, okay? Right. And is that architectures are very important. It's not just about functionality. Architecture, if you don't have the right architecture, it is very hard to adapt to changes in the industry, changes in regulatory environment, changes in the, in the demands of the consumer, and so on. So that's a clear learning we've had from day one, because we are a products and a services uh, company, right? We're not just a product company. We're not just a services company. So we provide a more holistic service to our customers. That's why a lot of our customers like to work with us because so they don't have to have lots of other people in the mix, lots of cooks in the kitchen trying to, you know, try to put together the same dish. It's very complicated. So, uh, so one of our learnings is that we we must have the key enablers and the technologies we we build or we bring to market so that it is easier to use, it is easier to consume, it is easier to adopt. If it doesn't get adoption, it's a waste and it's just lost for everybody in the equation. It just doesn't work. So adoption is key, absolutely key. So customer success to us is absolutely critical. We, put right. a, we leverage a lot of tools and approaches to ensure that we understand what the adoption hurdles are and how we work with our customers to help enable them um, and to work with their customers, right? Because our business model is not to work directly with the consumers, right? We work with lenders who are our customers who then, right? But we understand that we have to understand their customers better 
right, to be able to better serve the lending community, right? So adoption, so we, we, in our minds, adoption is right up there, right? Is right. It, without that, it would just, it's just, you know, uh, it's sort of a failure. Yeah, you know, the companies can invest in uh, all sorts of technology, but if we're not, um, you know, if we're not focused on that adoption, and like you say, creating a product that ultimately benefits the borrower, but you're, you know, you're educating the lenders on why it's so, it's so beneficial to the borrowers and can help, um, you know, help them create happy clients. I mean, that's what everybody wants, right? Right. And, and, and then, you know, you know, what they say, no one left behind, right? So, but I, again, it gets down to the admission of everybody deserves to be in a home. I qualify it by saying everybody deserves to be in a home that they can afford is the difference between the two. So right. that's one thing. And the second thing is, I think, you know, in my mind, there's a big difference between a house and a home, right? There's a difference between a loan and a house and a home. It takes a lot to make a house a home. Right. So because we're a diversified company, right? We are also, we have lots of expertise in the IoT side of the business, in the manufacturing side, and where we work with customers like Carrier, Ingersoll Rand, and others where they are, they provide all your home appliances and everything else. We think broadly. We said, okay, this is great. We get a loan. That's great. That's just step one. Then once the, you know, the consumer gets into the house, what is going to take for the consumer to make the house a home? Then you start thinking about all these other things. Just imagine yourself that you do that when you, when you, what you go through is you try to make your house a home. And then how do we, through that process, ensure drive loyalty back to the lender that they've done business with? Right, so they continue to have that strong relationship. So we have a much more of a holistic view of home ownership than I think a lot of other technology providers in this market. Yeah, agreed, and it shows through. And again, you know, thank you for all that you and Tabant do to help the California MBA. I know that you're very involved with the National MBA as well, and and uh, we're always thrilled to have you as part of our programs. And thank you, Hassan, for being uh, a guest on today's Connect episode. Thank you, Suzanne, for the opportunity. And anytime, love to have Sina meet you in person anytime soon. We'll make that happen this year. Maybe at Mortgage Innovators Conference, we'll make that happen this year. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. And thank all of you uh, for joining us today uh, to have um, access any of our Connect podcast episodes. You can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect.